Good morning, friends. Welcome again to our Bible Half Hour this morning. Uh, <clears throat> today we are going to uh, share the Bible passage in the book of Joshua, uh, chapter 2, verses 1 to 4, and then from verses 12 to 13. Can you hear me, friends? Thank you. Before we start, we are going to pray. God, my blessed Lord, our comforter and protector, you are our refugee. Send us your words full of wisdom and power today. May your Holy Spirit be upon us. Amen. Uh, I am going to read um, from the message version first. We are reading the book of Joshua, chapter 2, verses 1 to 4. Joshua, son of Nun secretly sent out from Shittim two men as spies. Go look over the land, check out Jericho. They left and arrived at the house of a harlot named Rahab and stayed there. The king of Jericho was told, we just learned that men arrived tonight to to spy out the land. Dear from the people of Israel, the king of Jericho sent word to Rahab, bring out the men who came to you to stay the night in your house. Dear spies, they've come to spy our whole country. The woman had taken the two men and hidden them she said, yes, two men did come to me, but I didn't know where they come from. Now we are going to read verses 12 to 13. Now promise me by God, I showed you mercy. Now show my family mercy and give me some tangible proof and guarantee of life for my father, my mother, my brothers and sisters, everyone connected with my family, save our souls from death. Sometimes it helps me to read in two versions because uh, I can find some words mo more meaningful. Now let's read in the other version that you can see in the screen. Then Joshua, son of Nun, secretly sent two spies from Sittim. Go, look over the land, he said, especially Jericho. So they went and entered the house of a prostitute named Rahab and stayed there. 
the king of Jericho was told, look, some of the Israelites have come here tonight to spy out the land. So the king of Jericho sent this message to Rahab, bring out the men who came to you and entered your house because they have come to spy out the whole land. Ah, perdón, hermanos que estaba en Buda, que están leyendo uh, el libro de Josué, vers, uh, capítulo 2, versículos 1 a 4, 12 a 13. Josué, hijo de Nun, envió secretamente dos espías desde Sitim, diciéndoles, vayan y reconozcan la tierra y Jericó. Ellos fueron y entraron en la casa de una mujer. Well, we had the opportunity to hear a different language. That means that we are also joined by our beloved friends from Cuba or maybe from El Salvador too. So, uh, let's continue reading uh, verse four. But the woman had taken the two men and hidden them. She said, yes, the men came to me but I did not know where they had come from. Verses 12 to 13. Now then, please swear to me by the Lord that you will show kindness to my family because I have shown kindness to you. Give me a sure sign that you will spare the lives of my father and mother, my brothers and sisters and all who belong to them, and that you will save us from death. When I read this Bible passage story about Rahab, I see how she opens herself to the grace of God to work through her. She protects not only the spies from the human power of the king of Jericho, but also protects her family from death. Rahab stepped into this crucial and urgent time. As she turned to the grace of God, she found that the divine teacher showed her the way of light. In Bolivia, between 2000 and 2004, there were two devastating wars within my country. This was a critical time for Bolivians. One of the war was called the war of water and the other was called the war of gas. Many Bolivians died at the hands of the local and foreign soldiers as they asked for their rights to access water and gas for their families. These wars were fought by the Bolivian government to protect the interests of large foreign companies that had contracts giving them the rights to the water and gas. These wars brought significant social, political, and economic crisis to our country. 
For example, there was hunger for two months at the city La Paz. That was put in under siege, but at that time, the government only brought emergency food to the wealthier neighborhoods. The Bolivian Quaker community was greatly affected by these two wars. In my yearly meeting, friends at monthly level could no longer afford to give 65% of the annual budget to support the 15 French schools as they used to do before 2000. So the board of the yearly meeting authorized the closing of the French schools if parents could not afford to pay the full tuition. In my hometown, we had a French school where parents wanted to keep it open. The parents thought that friends school was much more than just a school. For them, it was a place where the children could learn to live a life that is centered in love, peace, and joy. And this school allowed education for both girls and boys, unlike other public schools in the area where mainly enrolled boys. When I heard about their desire to keep the school running, I was led by the Holy Spirit to help them. It was clear that God wanted me to do this work. The power of the divine guided me to promise them that I would commit to pay the teachers and the staff as much as needed to keep the school open. With the favor of God, I found three different jobs so I could earn enough money to pay at least 50% of the total cost of this school budget. Both parents and children were excited that the school would be open. So the children were eager to study hard and the parents volunteered to serve on various school committees. Whenever I visited this school that year, there was such happiness in each corner of the school so that one could take a breath of love. However, when the leaders of the yearly meeting found out about my financial support to this school, I was asked to go to the board meeting of the yearly meeting to be exhorted and disciplined. I was afraid that they would punish me by isolating me from the yearly meeting because I sponsored this school when the yearly meeting ordered the schools to be closed if the parents could not pay full cost of the tuition. Perhaps I was guilty of it from their point of view 
but I was obeying the leading of the Holy Spirit by opening myself to the grace of God in order to give a hand to this school community. I explained to them by pointing out that the Friends School really is a way to serve Bolivian society, where most of the people have lived with little access to education since it was colonized. Thanks to God, the school stayed open. After many years of that school year, one of these children who was studying at this friend's school became a faithful Quaker and accomplished professional and now owns and runs a television channel that is unique because it uses the Imara language as the main language in, in all its programs. In addition, other indigenous languages are given airtime. <clears throat> Through his channel, indigenous people can get the true news and speak up about their local needs. Quakers and non-Quakers watch this channel because it has a high quality of integrity compared with most local or international channels. From Bolivia, this indigenous television channel serves as a headquarter of communication for indigenous communities in South America. To me, God calls us to be obedient to his will in different situations and contexts. Sometimes we have to challenge the power of money, political position, and ideology. Quakers sometimes say, we need to speak truth to the power. We are not alone to carry on such a task because God tells us that I am with you. Also, as we are obedient to the God's calling in the ministry, we experience spiritual growth. Before we pray together, let's read the two queries we have for today. How have you opened yourself to the grace of God to work through you? What helps you to open yourself to the grace of God to work through you? <clears throat> 